1: The Bakers of Weber's Bread present your all-star Western Theater. Alone, in a song, under a Western... From Hollywood comes your all-star Western Theater, starring America's great Western singers, Boy Willing and the Riders of the Purple Sage. Our guest today is one of Hollywood's bright new stars, Miss Jean Rogers, with a story of the West written especially for her. My name is Cottonseed Clark, and here are the Riders of the Purple Sage. There's an old prairie schooner, wind in its way over the Santa Trail. Pushing on, going through Over the Santa Fe Trail Anchors away at each break of day Old Captain Kidd never did it that way There's an old ferry schooner when then its way Over the Santa Fe Trail Pioneering 49ers Sail away in mighty liners Over the sage-bright seas Sail away way to far-off lands To the rolling, burning sands Out on the lone prairie Over the Santa Fe Trail Over the Santa Fe Trail Away at each break of day. Old Captain kid never did it that way. An old prairie schooner went in its way over the Santa Fe Trail. We hear a lot about the romantic cowboys of the Old West, but little is said about the cowgirls who live in the great cattle ranges. Yes, sir, the women had a lot to do with the winning of the Old West. While the men were installing law and order on the great frontiers, their womenfolk were making homes out of rough shacks and ranch buildings. Those women knew the value of good food for their menfolk, just as do the women of today. That's why Weber's Bread is so popular, because Weber's Bread is good food, good bread. When a modern housewife buys a loaf of Weber's Bread, she knows she can depend on its goodness and quality. She knows that every single member of her entire family would enjoy the longer-lasting freshness and flavor of Weber's bread. Buy a loaf of Weber's bread tomorrow. You'll like it. The likes and dislikes of music lovers may differ, but the Western fan goes to the head of the class for enthusiasm. This next offering by the Riders of the Purple Sage is a song that continues to win the enthusiastic applause of everyone, even after two years of outstanding popularity. We know you will be pleased with their rendition of Oklahoma Hills. Way down yonder in the Indian Nation, I rode my pony on a reservation in the Oklahoma Hills where I was born. Way down yonder in the Indian Nation, the cowboy's life is my occupation in the Oklahoma Hills where I was born. Many months have come and gone since I wandered from my home In the Oklahoma hills where I was born But a page of life has turned and a lesson I have learned In the Oklahoma hills I still belong Way down yonder in the Indian nation I my pony on a reservation In the Oklahoma hills where I was born Way down yonder in the Indian nation The cowboy's life is my occupation In the Oklahoma hills where I was born now as I sit here today, many miles I am away from the place I rode my pony through the door. Where the oak and black jack trees kiss the playful fairy breeze. In the Oklahoma hills where I was born. Way down yonder in the Indian nation, I rode my pony on a reservation. In the Oklahoma hills where I was born. Way down yonder in the Indian nation, the cowboy's life in my occupation. In the Oklahoma hills where I was born. Your all star Western Theater has a special treat in store for its listeners today as we welcome a personal appearance from the screen's fine actress and grand new star, Miss Jean Rogers. Although not of the Western screen, she likes the West and the people in it. She's our kind of folk. And here she is as Jane East in a story of the West entitled, Miss East Goes West. Ladies and gentlemen, sweet and lovely Miss Jean Rogers. <laughs> At the turn of the century, before fast automobiles, streamlined trains, and airplanes reduced the size of our continent from a neighborly point of view, people were quick to form opinions of others for the state or section of the country from which they came. In each instance where such opinions were formed, the populace of the person's own locale had an extremely high rating. Jane East anxiously wondered just how she would be accepted as her train slowly turned its way across the nation from her Boston home to a newly inherited world known as the Bar J.E. Ranch, near the small cattle town of Star City, Texas. Excuse me, ma'am. Is this seat taken?
0: No, it's quite all right. Oh,
1: thank you, ma'am. You going far?
0: Quite a distance. I'm going to Texas.
1: Well, now, that's mighty nice. I'm going there, too. I'm a rancher down there.
0: I suppose that's what you say I am.
1: Well, that's about the last thing I figured you for.
0: I'm really not. You see, my grandfather left the place to me more than a year ago.
1: Where is it located?
0: Near Star City.
1: I know right where it is. That's a prosperous cattle country.
0: It hasn't proven so for me. The ranch has been losing money the past year, so I'm going out to investigate.
1: Well, who runs the spread for you?
0: A cousin of mine. He's been a rancher all of his life.
1: Well, I reckon I've heard everything now. An Easter to go in to operate a ranch. What's your cousin's and all the hands going to think about the idea?
0: I don't know. That's what I'm wondering. What they're going to think about the idea.
1: What's the idea, boss, of calling all of us together like this? I got some news for you, man. Is everybody here? Yeah? Well, that new hand, Hartman, isn't around. And must go into Star City. Oh, it isn't important to him, anyhow. You ain't going to tell us some more of our cattle are missing? Well, it isn't as far as I'm concerned. You boys are going to have a new boss. What are you talking about? Now, as most of you know, when old Grandpa East died, he left the bar J.E. Layout to my cousin Jane from Boston. She got our last annual report showing losses for the year. She decided to come out and run things herself. She's due here on the Star City local tomorrow noon. Oh, will declare. Well, look, Bob, now... All right, but she's a woman, and she's an Easterner. Yeah. yeah, you can't even understand how they talk. Yeah, they always say cotton, and short. Yeah, no, Women no. don't know nothing. I quit. Yeah, Dad, too, That huh? goes for me, too. I ain't taking orders from nothing with a dress on, especially from Boston. No, no, fellas. Take it easy. Let's well, hope it's not as bad as it sounds. She better not be a coming around my kitchen shack and telling me how to cook. I'll tell her off, I will. I will. Yeah. Might make things a little inconvenient for her if we decide... She might decide to go back home and let me run things if I can get this fret straighten out of the hole. Sir. In other words, we give the old girl a full-grown dose of ranch. That's life. the idea. That's anything. what I call a right-pert idea. That's After all, right. I've worked hard to make a go of this place, haven't I, boys? Yes. And with it's it's all the cattle right. thieving that's been going on, there ain't nobody could do any better, could there? Right. Well, what does this cousin of yours look like, boss? I've never seen her. I don't know anything about her. Ah, uh, more than likely some old nosy bitty in a hook skirt. Well, she better steer clear of my kitchen. Women ain't got no business on the ranch unless they're married to the boss, and then they're a dang nuisance. Did I hear somebody saying he's getting married? No, Hartman. I was just going over some business with my regular hand. Well, uh, sorry, boss. I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, on second thought, I've got a chore for you tomorrow. Sure. What is it? My cousin and Miss East from Boston will arrive in Star City at noon. Take Baldy and meet the train. Now, just a doggone minute there, boss. Leave Baldy out of this. I don't want no part of that old maid cousin of yours. She won't bite Baldy. <laughs> <laughs> and Hartman, you better take the new buckboard. Okay, boss. Baldy will leave is about 11. Good night, uh, fellas. Good night, Sam. Yeah. And, boss, you don't seem to like this new hand much. I don't like to get too friendly with a new man until I know who they are and what they are. Well, he seems like an all right guy to me. Yeah? Yeah. We'll see how he works out. <laughs> Well, Baldy, the local ought to be coming around the bend most any minute now. Oh, you can't tell about them trains. Sometimes they're on time, the next time they're late. I don't care if this one never shows up. Oh, come on, Baldy. Maybe Miss Jane won't be as bad as you think. If she wears a skirt, it ain't good. And I ought to know. I've been married four times. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. But here's hoping everything will work out all right between the two of you. Well, now, that's right nice no, of you to sympathize with me like that. I didn't want to ask you, Baldy. Why is it the boss don't seem to like me? Oh, Barton ain't much on strangers. After he gets to know you better, I think everything will be all right. Well, uh... I can't see what being a stranger has to do with it, as long as I do my work. Well, uh, there's been so much rustling going on the past year that he don't put much trust into nobody. Mm-hmm. Hi, Bonnie. Meet the train. Hi, Scotty. Yeah, meet the darn fool old woman from Boston. Well, <laughs> yeah, laugh you. Here she comes, Bonnie. Yeah, I was afraid of that. I'll tell you, Bill. I-, I think I'll just wait in the buggy. You meet her by yourself. Oh, no, you don't. I'm not too keen on women folks myself. Yeah, I'm glad to hear you say that. I'm going to learn to like you. I wonder what the old gal looks like. Oh, she She's probably got three cans and two stomachs. Got what? Three cans and two stomachs. Oh, I see. Well, we'll soon know she'll be getting off the train most any minute now. You know, these trains me to death. Do you see her yet, Bill? Well, I don't see anybody getting off but old man Jenkins and that pretty young woman there. Oh, 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 what's old man Jenkins are doing with her? I don't believe he's with her. They just got off together. See, that, that pretty gal is heading this way.
0: Oh, I uh, beg your pardon, but uh, could you gentlemen direct me to the Bar J.E. Ranch?
1: Yes, ma'am. It's about five miles west of here on the. What did you say?
0: I want to know where the Bar J.E. Ranch is.
1: Well, you you couldn't be Miss uh, Miss Jane East, could you?
0: I couldn't. I am.
1: Yahoo! I'll bust my britches.
0: <laughs> is something wrong?
1: There sure is. I mean, uh. Well, you see, Miss Jane, we're from the bar, J.E., and we came to meet you. My name is Bill Hartman.
0: I'm glad to know you, Mr. Hartman. And my,
1: my name is Loudermilk. Most folks just call me Baldy.
0: Well, how do you do, Baldy?
1: Just fine, thank you, ma'am. How do you do? The, the butt board is over here, Miss Jane. We'll take you right out. Thank you. I'll take your bags, Miss Jane. I don't want you to worry about nothing. Now. hot ziggity dog go. This sure ain't what we expected. <laughs> See, Miss Jane, I'm new at the ranch, so I can't rightly say how everything is.
0: Oh, I was just asking in a conversation. After all, you boys haven't said very much since we left the railroad station.
1: Well, I reckon it's because we didn't expect anybody, uh, that is, anybody like you.
0: Is that so? Just what did you expect?
1: Well, uh, someone with, uh, someone with, uh, With, uh, three chins and two stumps. Yeah, three chins and two stumps. I mean... Well, I, I hope I didn't disappoint you. Oh, you sure didn't, uh... Of course, Baldy here just naturally don't like women. That is a lie. I like all women except them I've been married to. There ain't nobody that appreciates a good, pretty woman more than I do, and if you ask me, the rest of the boys are going to really be surprised when they get you home.
0: <laughs> I'm sure we'll all get along splendidly, Baldy. Oh, I'm sure we
1: will, Miss Jane, and by the way, if, if you've got any good recipes, uh, I'd be mighty glad to cook something up for you. Hot diggity dog will I churn up a mess of beetles for you? I reckon we can look for Baldy to really put on the dog with his cooking now. Well, I ain't one to brag, but you ain't going to see no bones under the skins of them cow hands I've been to cooking for. <laughs> <laughs> hey boss, here comes Bill and Baldy with her now. All right, boys, be on your good manners. All right, let's go. Mm-hmm. Come on in here. You going to kiss her, boss? You know she's your cousin. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you mavericks. right up now. No funny stuff. Uh, hey, she don't look so bad from here. Hey, boss, you reckon they got the wrong person by mistake? Look at that. She's as pretty as a spotted guinea hen. Well, from the looks of her, my kin folks ain't so bad. You are not are kidding. Boy, oh, here man. they are. Oh. Hey. Boy, well, you know boss. Support. Here she is. Oh. Cousin Jane. This is mighty nice seeing you. Uh, Hello, Bob. Here, I'll help you now, Miss I'll Jane. Yeah. 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 Boys. Boys. Take Go it ahead. easy.
0: Hello, boys. Now that I've met you, Bob, I know all my relatives. Oh,
1: Bill, well, put the team up. All right, boss. And, Paulie, you better get some food ready for Miss Jane. Yes, sir, boss. I've got a special meatloaf I'm going to have you try, Miss Jane. It's the best thing you've ever tasted. I'll have dinner in about an hour, boys. <laughs> Well, he was right about the food. The soup's the best he ever made. It's delicious. He's awfully nice, too. Here he comes with that meatloaf. Well, Baldy, it looks like I hit the nail on the head when I said we're going to put on the dog with your cooking. Well, I'm afraid this is going to taste more like I cooked up the dog. <laughs> Something went wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's as smart as Jane. Hey, I dare help yourself.
0: Thank you. Baldy's all right, and I think he's a good cook,
1: too. Oh, now you don't have to say that, Miss Jane.
0: Well, I mean it.
1: Say, this meatloaf isn't half bad. Hey, it tastes all right to me. Jim, where have you been? You're generally the first one at the table. Been looking for spots. You know that fool dog's been missing more than an hour now. <laughs> oh. Well, Jane, I suppose you'd like an accounting of the ranch activities?
0: Yes, Bob. You know that if we continue at a loss as we have done in the past, then something is going to have to be done about it.
1: Perhaps you have the answer. But operating at a property is mighty hard when cattle thieves hit a herd as hard as they've hit ours. But it's been going on for so long. Isn't there some way to put a stop to it? Yeah, it's easier said than done.
0: Hasn't anything been done to combat the rustlers? We've done everything
1: we can. After all, I put my men against those killers. They wouldn't stand a chance. Besides, it happens that I value the lives of those boys more than I value your cattle.
0: I'll agree to that, but it seems to me that something can be done about it.
1: You brought me ideas along from Boston. I'd like to hear them, Jane.
0: I'm afraid you're being sarcastic.
1: No, no, it isn't that. Look, Jane, when a dozen rustlers start towards your herd, bent on killing everybody that tries to interfere, there's only one thing to do. Run for your life. Believe me, that's what my men have instructions to do. They're my friends.
0: But, Bob, it just doesn't make sense. Can't you hire gunmen to help fight them?
1: And do away with the men who's been with us so long? No, not me. You want to make such a move, you'll have to take charge yourself. Afraid you've been reading too many Western stories, no doubt.
0: When was our cattle raided last?
1: About a week ago. We got 42 head of our best stock.
0: In dollars and cents, that's a lot of money. Who was tending herd at the time?
1: Why, uh, I was riding herd myself. I always do whatever I ask my men to do.
0: Well, Bob, that's noble of you, but I'm going to take some action. Well, what do you intend doing? Call all the boys together. First of all, we're going to have a little meeting. <laughs> Boys, boys, I've called you together to tell you that I'm going to hire another crew of men to tend herds. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wait a minute.
0: Every one of you will continue to get your wages. No one is going to be discharged. Jane, we can't afford that. It's cheaper than losing our cattle. But
1: what's wrong with us doing the job, Miss Jane? If any of you boys care to volunteer, you'll be accepted. But Jane, you can't ask these boys to fight against such odds. I'm not asking them. You can count me in on that, Miss Jane. I like the idea.
0: How long have you been here at the last, Bill?
1: Oh, about six weeks.
0: Now, how about the rest of you? You
1: can count me in, Miss Jane. I think we should have done this a long time ago. Yeah, me too. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Jane, I tell
0: you, this is a mistake. The boys are making their own choice, Bob. Jim, I'd like you and Bill to hire about six more men to help you. I want those cattle guarded day and night.
1: What's wrong with me hiring them in, Jane? After all, I'm running the place for you.
0: You said yourself, Bob, that you didn't want to take any part of asking the men to take such a responsibility. So I'm taking the responsibility of asking them myself.
1: Well, I hope you know what you're doing. Miss Jane, I, I think you're on the right track. Me too. But
0: for an Easterner who never saw a ranch before,
1: where'd you get your ideas?
0: For the entire trip aboard the train from Boston, I sat next to a long, tall rancher in Texas. And believe me, when I arrived in Star City, I was a college graduate in ranching. <laughs> <laughs> Why, hello, Bill.
1: Howdy, Miss Jane.
0: What brings you here at this hour of the night?
1: I'd like to talk with you for a few minutes.
0: Sure, come on in. Thank you. Sit down. What's on your mind,
1: Miss Jane? Uh, you've been here almost six weeks now, and since we put your plan into operation, not one attempt has been made at stealing your cattle.
0: I've thought of that. You know, I wonder if the cattle thieves have been warned that our herd is being well guarded.
1: That's what I've been thinking.
0: Then, uh, what do you have in mind?
1: I have a plan. I'll go over and talk with all of the men.
0: Done for me, Jane? Yes, Bob. I wanted to talk to you.
1: Oh, what's on your mind?
0: The boys have been on the job constantly for many weeks now, and we've had no disturbance from rustlers. Yeah, it looks like they've let up on us for a spell. I was thinking, since a large part of our stock is in the pen's ready for shipment, suppose we have a couple of men guard the herd in the north section and let the other boys go to town. They need a little rest and recreation. Jane, that's a right good idea. I'm sure it'll be safe. I'll tell the boys. I've already told them. Bob and Jim volunteered to stay on the job. Shouldn't you have told me before you took action? I didn't think it was necessary. You weren't here, and the boys were anxious to get into town early.
1: Well, if you ask me, things in town are going to be mighty hot tonight. I may ride in and see if they don't get into any trouble.
0: Splendid. Yeah,
1: then I'll leave right away, Jane. I want to stop by the circle scene and have a talk with John Casey about our next shipment. Then I'll join the boys in town. Mm-hmm. and have your orders, so I'd suggest that you ride in behind those rocks there and just wait. But, Bill, what makes you think this herd's going to be hit tonight? Just a fool notion, but a good one. The boss had to go into town on business, so Miss Jane put me in charge. It all sounds kind of crazy to me hiding behind rocks when we're supposed to be in town having a good time. It may be, but it won't hurt to try. Now, it's coming dark, and you men may have a long wait. So move on back there where you won't be seen. The way these cattle are bunched up in this notch, it'll be a fence to trap anyone that makes a play for them. Jim and me will stay out in the open here. Okay, Bill. I hope it works. Come on, boys. Let's get uh-huh. Well, it's going on 11 o'clock and nothing's happened yet, Bill. Yeah. We might be barking up the wrong tree. You ride over and see how the boys are doing. All right. I'll be right back. Jim, wait. Here comes someone. Yeah, I see him. Back behind this bush. Quick. All right. All right. Start reaching.
0: I'll do nothing of the cost.
1: Miss Jane, uh, wh- what are you doing
0: here? Well, I hadn't heard from you in several hours, Bill, and I was getting worried about you. Uh, wasn't you worried about me, too, Miss Jane? <laughs> well, yes, I, I I mean that I was worried about all of you. Oh.
1: Miss Jane, uh, you better ride back to the ranch. If something does happen, this is no place for you.
0: I'll be all right.
1: Where are the boys hiding? Behind those rocks over there. If Russers do show up, they'll come right past them and we'll have them trapped in this notch. Hey, Bill, look. Beyond that herd, there by the edge of the thicket. Well, the company has come. That's them. Miss Jane, move back in the thicket there. You're in danger out here.
0: I'll oh, do no such thing. I
1: said, get behind it. I mean it. Well, now you get can't going. Tell me. Come on, get.
0: Of all the nerves!
1: Now don't make a move, Jim. They'll get as close to us as possible before they make their play. Well, they've already passed the rocks. Good. That puts them between us and the other men. Now, if they know they're trapped, they'll give in. Shall we give the boys a signal now? Wait just a minute. Now fire your gun. Hey, what are right. you okay, hey, come, on. come on. Come on. Trapped. Trapped. come on, we've got them where we want them. Yeah, let's go. I'm right with you. Come on. All right, we, all of you. On. We ain't Get them up. Now pull off those bandanas. Feet. Come on, every one of you. So Come on, you pull, them pull them off. You two, partner, off with Get it. We want to there. see what you look like, too. All right, Come on, off, off with Let's it. Go. It's the boss. Horton.
0: Well, hey. what do you know? What the the... Well, yeah, Bob, looks like
1: this is your bad night. All right, Hartman, I give up.
0: We had to find you out the hard way, Bob.
1: You mean you suspected this, Jane?
0: For, For quite been... a while now. Yeah.
1: When your grandfather left the bar, J. E. to Miss Jane instead of you, you figured you'd steal what you didn't inherit. I might have known you had a hand on this, Hartman. I haven't trusted you since the day I hired you.
0: You're a fine one to speak of trust.
1: All right, boys. Take him into town and lock him up until morning. Okay, boys. Tell the sheriff I'll be by and take him to headquarters. Good.
0: Sure. And what do you mean by headquarters?
1: This. Well, bust my buttons, Bill. You're a ranger. That's right. I've been working toward this rustling band for a long time. And when I hired out as a hand on the bar, J.E., I hit the nail right on the head. <laughs> Well, Miss Jane, I hope you have a lot of luck with your ranks now.
0: I'd feel a lot better if I had you as a foreman.
1: There's nothing I'd like better except, uh...
0: Except being a ranger?
1: Well, that wasn't what I was thinking. But we'll let that do for the time being.
0: I'm going to miss you.
1: Do you really mean it?
0: More than anything.
1: In that case, I've got to send a them to headquarters. What do you mean? I think, uh... I think I'd rather be your, uh, foreman. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Jean Rogers, for your appearance on the All-Star Western Theater. Friends and neighbors, our guest star, and the writers of the Purple Sage will return in a moment. Way out west, where men were men, and women were pretty handy with shooting irons, too, is one way of adding a new twist to an old saying. If anyone doesn't believe that statement, they'd better look up the record of the famous Annie Oakley, for one. Young women of the West knew how to handle horses and guns and could run a cattle ranch as well as the next. They stood behind their men, folks, just as do the modern women of today. Yes, today, mothers and wives and sweethearts make sure that hungry appetites are satisfied by using Weber's bread for every meal, breakfast, lunch, dinner, or in-between snacks. You, too, will find that Weber's firm, even texture and delicious flavor will satisfy your men, folks' appetite. So buy a loaf of Weber's bread tomorrow. friends and neighbors, here is Foy Willing with our guest star, Miss Jean Rogers. Miss <laughs> Rogers, we want you to know that we're all mighty happy that you took the time to visit with us today.
0: It's a real pleasure, Foy, and I hope you and the boys will invite me again sometime real soon.
1: And that will be something for us to look forward to.
0: Now it's time for you to fulfill your promise to me.
1: Well, if I can get Jimmy Dean and Al Slower to stop looking at you... And into the microphone, we'll do it.
0: (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, I've asked the boys to sing a favorite new song of yours and mine. Although it is isn't classed as a Western song, it has the same simple sincerity that makes Western music so very popular this day and time. I'm sure you'll enjoy the riders of the Purple Sage singing. Each his own.
1: A rose must remain with a star the rain, or its lovely promise won't come true, to each is old, to each is old, and my own is you. What good is a song if the words don't belong, and a dream must be a dream fortune, no good alone to each his own, for me there's you. If a flame is to grow, there must be a glow. To open each door, there's a key. I need you, I need you you go, your touch means too much to me, who lives must insist on not do more to be here, or they'll never know what love can do, to reach his own eyes Would you have heard your all star western theater, a VM Bear production starring Boy Willing and the Riders of the Purple Sage? Our guest star for today has been that popular star of the screen, Miss Jean Rogers. My name is Cottonseed Clark. Miss Rogers has been currently starred in the Paramount production Hot Cargo with William Gargan and Philip Reed and Republic's Gay Blade. The Riders of the Purple Sage may be seen in Republic's all color western Out California Way. Program came to you from the studios of KNX Columbia Square. KNX Los Angeles Columbia Station for Southern California by transcription. AJ Cronin's The Green Years is. AJ Cronin's The Green Years is. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring